Welcome back to the Quantum Health Recipe Podcast. This is Dr. Kenny, your host, and Darcy Jones. We're, today we're bringing you the conversation of organic soil and health, how they're related. So we've got to break this down a bit with some definition. So um, Darcy, would you mind taking it away as far as um, organic food? How do we define organic? Some of the standards associated with that, labels, all that sort of stuff. Can you go ahead and break that down for us? Yeah, of course. You know, there, there's so many times I sit down with individuals and they simply just think maybe organic food is a, is a brand, a way to, to jack the prices of our food up. And it really is not that. And I want everyone to put their money into organic farming as much as possible because it helps um, the world go in that direction and it helps fund these these companies to be able to to have organic food and soil. So let's kind of talk about what organic is because I, I you know I think a lot of people are confused about um, organic and it what it has to do with more than anything is the soil. So if your soil is not organic, well, you can't really grow organic food per se. Um, and that's why it is so hard for these farmers to get certified organic. There are certain certifications that if you have electric lines running over your farms, you are deemed unorganic. But that's going a little far in my opinion. So mainly what I care about more than anything is a nutritionist, as someone who who grows raised bed organic gardens, tries to raise animals organically as possible, is the use of no herbicides, pesticides, and fungicides. And these are the things that kill the living organic matter in our soil. So what I'm talking about is microorganisms, the bugs, the organic life cycle that lies beneath the soil. And we will get into what's going on down there because it's a, it's alive. It is a city in the soil. I mean, um, it, it's it's very interesting. And these fungicides and pesticides, you know, they don't uh, they're not inert substances. They they have a, a biochemical effect on our health, uh, which is going to create signs and symptoms of potential illness, uh, dysfunction, and eventual disease. Um, it's been shown. Uh, it's very pro profound in the um, prevalent, I should say, in the the research. So we know that to be true, neurological symptoms, uh, autoimmune conditions, all that sort of stuff. So um, in a sense, it's, you know, it's a, it's a cash 22 here. It's, you know, we, uh, we certainly don't want um, bug infested vegetables and, and leafy greens and stuff when we go to buy them in the store. But, but uh, then again, what are, what are we doing to our long-term health? You know, what exactly are we eating? What are we, what exactly are we doing to ourselves? So that's certainly um, part of that conversation. So, Organic food. I like what you said. If soil is not organic, you cannot label food organic. So it's just not. Yeah, hundred percent. Organic food. The, the label follows from um, from actually uh, cultivating, curating uh, organic soil. And um, so we're we're talking about foundational concepts here, foundational uh, to our health, foundational in in a literal sense. You know, the 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 ground beneath our feet, so to speak, and. Um, and, and all the cons constituents associated with that. So you mentioned microbes. You mentioned, uh, I don't necessarily know where, where you want to go next. Do you want to talk more about the minerals? Do you want to talk about the vitamins and, and stuff yeah. that we find? Do you want to talk more about the microbiome or, excuse me, microbials and stuff that affect our microbiome? Yeah, 100%. Um, we, we can talk about the microbes, you know, because 
dead soil, if you're growing plants in dead soil, your plants really have no nutrients. And that's the whole reason that we eat them is for the nutrition, you know? So it's just like if, if your cattle are, are eating grass with no nutrition because your soil's dead, well, then that meat's not going to provide you with the nutrients that you need. So it, it's just a, it's a huge cycle. But yeah, I will... You can jump in and talk a little bit about the gut. You know, I'm going to talk about fungi and nematodes and protozoa <laughs> later on and all that crazy stuff. But yeah, man, let, let, let's talk a little bit about the gut because this really has a lot to do with our gut health also. You know, maybe, maybe we need to eat a little dirt sometimes. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but, um, you know, as, as far as, so, so as a, as a doctor of natural medicine, I, um, actually have grossed some patients out even I, I've had patients come into my office and, and never come back because I I um, you know started this this whole conversation for them which are very uncomfortable of the, this idea that the, this these microorganisms and microbes are everywhere you know we can't escape them and we shouldn't act we shouldn't want to and and uh, that's actually a big big uh, important part of the conversation um, they, they do really important things for our health Um but uh, like I said, I've actually scared some patients away, and um, they <laughs> they just didn't come back, you know, which which uh, broke my heart a little bit. But all that to say, um, the uh, the reason why we bring it up is because it is a, a part. It should be a part of our perspective of health and long term healthcare, short term and long long term, you know, and um, and, and certainly there there's plenty of. Um, you know, circumstances and, and different stories and stuff that I could, that I could, um, allude to, but, um, you mean, I mean, just, just consider this, just consider, um, that, you know, it, it would not take you any time to find microbes in your life. You know, they're, they're all over, they're all over us. They're all over our things that we haven't, um, sprayed and sanitized to death. Right. And so, what what role do they play, and, and and do they have a do they have a role to play in terms of disease and, and illness and that sort of thing and um, death? You know, I think that's that's the uh, the whole germ theory thing. And we're probably you know I don't know how much we want to get into this this whole this whole idea. But what I can say as far as um, as far as my perspective of healthcare is that um, or at least my understanding and how you know how I've been educated and how we continue to educate. There's really two different perspectives. There's two different perspective, per, perspectives um, in terms of uh, how we identify and define like the importance of these microbes and what they do for us. One is um, more on the con conventional side. We we call we ad we identify that with the, the germ theory. This idea that all you know all disease and illness stems from some or starts from some type of um, some type of, of microbe, you know, th there's a bacteria that's going to create signs and symptoms of illness and disease and, um, and has the potential to take you out. Right. Um, viruses, um, and, 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 you know, fungi certainly affect our health and stuff, but let me, let me just kind of break it down for you. Okay. Let me just kind of break it down for you for every cell. And you maybe you've heard of this, you know, we're getting more and more, um, educated by mainstream, you know, information and stuff. So maybe you've already heard, heard of this, but, for every one cell of in your body that that has your unique genetic DNA, right? We have um, ten different bacteria, ten different bacteria for every one cell that is identified as you. Okay. Um, in addition to that, okay. So whatever that number is, if you take, 
you know, they, I've heard a hundred, a hundred trillion cells. You take a hundred trillion cells, cells, which, you know, give or take probably some trillion, um, that is uniquely you. There, you just times that number by 10, and that's the number of bacteria that, that you're going to find either on your skin, in your digestive system, hopefully not in, not, uh, not uh, floating in, you know, flo- hopefully not floating in your blood or in other, uh, in between cells and stuff, but that's, that's where you find them, right? Our digestive system functions kind of like a com like a compost. If you, I don't know if you have like a, like an out, outdoor compost or a compost system at your house, um, you know, these, these, uh, bacteria and, and uh, fungus, they do a lot for us. So all that to say, okay, so you've got that many bacteria and stuff living inside you or on you. If you take the, the, you take the number of bacteria, take that number and times that by 10, that's how many viruses that are in your system. Okay. So the number, I mean, just to kind of, like I said, is it important for us to, to gain perspective here and understand, um, in order to, to make, um, in order to make, uh, proper claims about what we do and how we advise, how I advise patients, for example, about their health. Like we've got to understand the nature of reality. Like what is real? What is true here? Um, the truth is that we are surrounded by these microbes. These microbes are everywhere. And, uh, and they're especially um, prominent in our soil. For example, the most, um, the, the, uh, soil with the richest soil. Well, I'll just say it like this. Um, do you know, Darcy, I don't know if maybe you know this off the top of your head, but this is just something that I've read. You take a, a, a teaspoon of soil, teaspoon of soil. You know how many microbes are in it? Just a teaspoon of soil. No, I don't. Billion, billions, billions with a B. Um, so just one teaspoon of soil is going to contain lots and lots of different microbes. That's, you know, from bacteria, viruses, fungi, protozoa, uh, amoebas, other single-celled organisms. Uh, they're going to be very, very prominent. Um, so all that to say, like like I said, I mean, you can imagine how, you know, patients, they come to my office, they don't want to have this conversation. I, I understand why. But in order to try to communicate proper health and, and try to advise patients in terms of what to do with their, with their life, you know, what, what, what actions do they take at home as far as their health goes? You know, we, we've got to understand the nature of reality. We've got to understand what is real, what is true first. And so, and, and this whole field is not, um, you know, microbiology in, in general, I think is a very broad field. It's been, you know, um, it's been well studied and, and well documented but man, we're learning stuff all the time. We're learning stuff all the time about agricultural sciences. We're learning all the time about our um, our human system and, and health and how, how we stay healthy, for example. Um, do you have any thoughts about that? What Anything I've said? No, you want to pitch no in? It's, it's, it's all great. And, and like you said, you know, the to be honest with you, organic soil is going to have the most bacteria in it because this, this brings me back to, you know, dead materials. You know, compost, whether um, you're just throwing all your old vegetables out in a bucket and then putting them out in your garden, um, dead materials are literally what feed the microorganisms, and that's what helps decompose the organic matter, cycling nutrients and fertilizing the soil. You know, so, so we look at, you know, chemical fertilizers. 
such as herbicides, pesticides, and fungicides, kill everything in the soil. But you could use what I call the organic fertilizers, which I use chicken manure, horse manure, cow manure, and fish manure. In that order, I think that chicken manure is the most bioavailable form, but you got to let it sit and ferment for a while because it'll put too much nitrogen in your soil and burn your plants up. Oh, I thought this might be cool too. A lot of people don't know this. Um, every time that it is lightning outside, that puts more nitrogen in our soil naturally. And I've just always found that really interesting that, you know, everything works so perfectly. And if we would just leave nature alone, that everything would work uh, magnificently, mm-hmm. beautifully, you know? So we touch on that that idea too, um, you know, to, to, to have a healthy appreciation for what nature does for us instead of trying to intervene and, and change things. You know, I think totally. as a culture, we, uh, we're almost obsessed with trying to, like I said, like I've said in, in previous episodes, coming up with the next innovation, the next technology, the next thing. It's like we get, it's like we, we, we feel the need to try to create something new and we fit, we forget about the, um, the unbelievably advanced technology uh, that nature provides, that, that nature has already provided us, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I get a little bit upset. I get a little bit fiery, fired up about this whole idea of like, you know, people not not seeing what's right underneath them, you know, or right what's right in front of them. Um, I think it's a mistake. I think it, you know, I really do. I think it, uh, you know, uh, man-made creation, you know, we've, we've I've said this in the past. I, I certainly uh, believe in our engineers. We need our, our roads and our bridges and, and um you know, our, our different devices. I'm very, very thankful for my computer and my phone and all this stuff. But let's not let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater with the bathwater here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's you know, let's let's sort of uh, we, we need to gain a, a better understanding, a better appreciation for what we've already got, yes. and, and not be so obsessed or or, um, or um, obsessed with the idea that we need to change something or, or create something new. How about we just Use yeah. what we've got. You know, we, there are wonderful sy- natural systems out there. We just have to make use of them. Yeah, I, I think this would be a good time just for me to say this. And this is something that I read yesterday that I, I thought would be great for you guys to hear. And it says, within the natural world, there exists a complex balance amongst soil microbes known as the soil food web. Plants, animals, and microbes are all instruments in an orchestra. Each plays a crucial part in the natural symphony of life. If ever one of the players are out of tune, the whole, the whole soil food web suffers. However, when everything is in order, the results are beautiful. And it is the truth, and that's why so many native cultures today do look down upon the farming techniques and things that we've done because of how much we've destroyed the soil to gain an extra dollar. And as a business owner, I completely understand um, business, money, um, supply and demand. But at the same time, are we going to destroy our planet in order to make a dollar? Because without life, there is there is no life. It, you know, and, and these are all things that Rhett and I feel very strongly about because of what we teach natural medicine, nutrition. Um, I want the human race and, and our children to live a long time, a happy life, and, and, and I want to see the world become what it, what it really could be. Absolutely. So 
you have to you have to hold my feet to the fire here, Darcy, because I actually and I do this all the time, and I apologize, but I get to talking, uh, lead myself off into a rabbit tra- trail and forget to finish my thought. We were I was back on this this whole dichotomy between the uh, or talking previously about the, the the differences between the conventional side of of life that that uh, or the conventional side of healthcare that um, that really. Uh, uh, Accentuates this idea that um, all all health all disease, for example, all disease and illness starts from micro. We call it the germ theory, uh, versus the natural healthcare field, which um, which believes in in more of the integrated part of life, the integrated the integration, um, the integration of of system of natural systems, and what's called the terrain theory. So it's a, it's a very different thing. If nothing else. Um, I actually might save that for another um, episode because it's going to take me on a long tangent. But I'll have to say, you know, just to sort of introduce you to those terms, if you've not not heard those, they're uh, they're really at a crossroads: the germ theory versus terrain theory, and and how we go about uh, understanding or interpreting, and and um, uh, understanding or or excuse me, I should say, uh, advising um, patients on what to do next. You know what? What you know? There's, there is, um, uh, you know, there's d- different perspectives. Different doctors bring different perspectives as far as um, healthcare goes, and so you'd be hard pressed probably to to only hear um, to hear anything uh, associated with vitalistic, the vitalistic um, or integration perspective in the on the conventional side, but also hard pressed to to uh, hear only the the mechanistic part of, of life on the uh, on the um, natural healthcare side so th- there's it, this is a very broad topic and um, certainly you know both sides of the aisle tend to uh, we, we try to, to work you, you know together and and but uh, sometimes it's it's hard to do that when our definitions are not the same and um, and our view of life our world views are, are different it's kind of hard to uh, to agree on everything. So, but, um, I just want to leave you with this here. Uh, one quote that I uh, recently read and I have no clue who this person is. It was a quote by Terry Tempest Williams. I have to look them up, but it's a book that I'm reading now called forest forest bathing. I, I do sound like a hippie, hippie when I <laughs> admit, uh, the different things I'm reading, but, um, actually, uh, pick up, picked up a book cause I had heard about this whole conversation of forced bathing and uh, it, it basically it's a very short book because it's a very simple concept. It, the 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 whole idea is just to spend more time in nature, and uh, actually they found different uh, different chemical compounds that actually benefit our health, lower uh, blood lowering blood pressure, um, lowering your uh, your uh, susceptibility to metabolic diseases and stuff like that just by spending time in nature. So I thought it was something I needed to um, to just become a little more. Uh, privy to. So I started reading this book, but there's a, a quote here. It says, to be whole, to be complete. Wilderness, uh, wildness, excuse me, reminds us what it means to be human, what we are connected to rather than what we are separated from. And um, so I think that is a, it's a very, very uh, pertinent idea when it comes to microbes, soil health, our plants, which very much depend on, on microbes. You know, the microbes, I don't think we've said this yet, but the microbes actually provide a, a bit of a, a type of immune system to plants. In fact, it's said that plant, the, healthy, the healthiest plants, the healthiest plants um, are the ones with the most robust 
uh, microbiology. So yes. you've got these microbes that are fighting for life, fighting for life, not only their own life, but they, they provide uh, they provide a, a way for a lot of other living symbiotic relationships, relationships that benefit from from uh, from them, for example. Um, so, you know, I, this one, so I have got to share this story. OK, and this is my own. I, certainly I'm, I'm not connected to this particular patient or this particular um uh, story, but there was a patient I heard of a patient in a hospital and they, and I'm sure this happens all the time. In fact, I don't feel, I feel like there's been more cases like this, but there was a patient who had, um, a staph infection that was so bad. And if you know anything about the, the staph, um, uh, staphylococcus aureus, they, uh, it has the potential to eat flesh. Yeah. And, um, and, um, I think it was a, Staph aureus infection. Anyways, it was it was an infection nonetheless, and uh, and the infection was eating the flesh of this particular patient. And the the hospital, she was in the hospital. They could not figure out what to do. They had pumped her with so many antibiotics, dose after dose after dose, and they could not figure it out. Um, and I think she ended up passing away. But my thought on the whole. I, on this whole case, when I heard the story, and this is just my own, this is my, my own personal opinion, my own personal feelings, but my my idea was that they probably um, stripped her away of so much of her own biology, of her own um, the the microbial life that was that was living on her, helping her uh, to um, to ward off pathogen and, and, and helping her. To, to fight, um, you know, other pathogens. That's what they do. They, they have a, a life-preserving effect, actually. They have the potential to, in other words, if your health is in order. Yes. But she, um, they couldn't do anything. They, they had, I, I'm, I'm sure the, the antibiotics they gave her, all, the, you know, however many doses they had given her, and they just kept pumping her and pumping her full of antibiotics that um, there was nothing they could do for her, literally. And nothing, you know, certainly they're not going to go backwards and, st- and start pumping um, pumping uh, microbials into her on her, right? Yes. But that's the that is the um, the the differences in that perspective. Like, do we, you know, do we need them? Do we not need them? Well, one thing we can say for sure: we can't avoid them. We no. can't. We cannot avoid them. So, how do we deal with them? And are, are they always the bad guy? That's the conversation. So, at least you're hearing the conversation here, and you're hearing two sides of the story. Not all of us actually believe that. All illness and disease starts from um, from the germ. No, because we need good and bad bacteria. We can't just have good. You know, it, like he said, there's a symbiotic relationship between them, and it, it's a it's a balance. You know, when you take antibiotics, you don't just kill bad bacteria; you kill good bacteria also. So, who's to say, Rhett? You know, this is just my own theory. What if we would have went out, got some organic soil, and rubbed it all over her staph infection? Would uh you know would that have balanced it out? Could it have started an army of good bacteria? What if we could have let her ingest some of that? You know, there's there's people that eat soil literally. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that I haven't? Like they actually put it on salads and stuff. In some I've seen yes in some fancy restaurants they're putting soil actually in salads on purpose. It's it's on the menu. It's not something they're doing, uh you know in yeah. the back you know without people knowing. You know, and this is a conversation for another day, but, um, you know, you're uh, technically, you know, when you poop, it's compost. You know, you literally are composting things in your gut. And um, that 
tells you a lot about yourself, to be honest, you know, and that's something I go into detail with my clients sometimes. Would you agree, Rhett, that washing your hands constantly and using hand sanitizer all day actually weakens your immune system? It has to. Yeah. It has to. I, I think it's the same It's the same logic of over, um, you, you know, of abusing the uh, and the antibiotics like we do. Totally. You know, we abuse these things. You know, we, we have to look at, you know, how you know, unhealthy a lot of young kids are and, and how weak their immune systems are. And I think it's simply due to so many parents just not not realizing it. And, and that's why we're here to try to educate you that keeping your kids on antibiotics all the time weakens their immune system. And we know in research now can actually is linked to depression and so many other mm-hmm. things because good bacteria helps our endocrine system, our brains function. Um, the, 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 the soil is, is so important. It is. We're going to wrap up. Thank you for listening. We'll continue to try to, to bring quality information to you. And thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, let us know. Reach out to us if there's with questions, etc. Thanks, guys. Thank you.